How do you prepare for an impromptu speech competition? Easy. Two things to do. Number one, breathe. Deeply, naturally, no forcing. And pay attention to the breath that you're breathing. Number two, daydream. I'm going to do a little live uh, blogging, audio blogging, during the day today, all around the theme of how does Toastmasters International work at a divisional level? And today is the final of Division A in District 71, and that is District 71 is the whole of Ireland and the UK minus London and the Southeast. That's what I think it is. So there's a competition today for the most humorous speech in our division. And there will be, I think, eight speakers in that competition, and I won't be one of them. I was resoundingly beaten into, I suspect, fifth place last uh, two weeks ago and I am competing in the final of the impromptu speech competition known internally as table topics so I'm going to do goodness knows how many pieces of audio I'm going to gather them all up into an episode afterwards and then they will be added automatically to my podcast and I'll be able to put my podcast into a number of different places, including Audio Boom. So, and Spreaker as well. So, that's my afternoon as I pull into the Clayton Hotel Silver Springs, where there will be at, uh, at 12.55, there's a briefing for contestants at 13.30. And, uh, well, wish me luck. I'm wishing myself luck. I absolutely love impromptu speaking. But I'm going to take you into the innards of the organisation. And uh, goodness knows, I might even get an interview or two with uh, some people during the afternoon. Anyway, you never know. If you have any interest in getting better yourself at impromptu speaking, which, after all, I think almost all of Anchor is impromptu speaking, tune in and maybe even uh, contact those people who you feel like giving a gift to and let them know what's going on or even let them know that Later on, they will be able to tune in to the podcast. In fact, I seem to be getting at least a third of my listeners from podcast these days. Bye for now.
even though I love impromptu speaking, I'm nervous. And I'll tell you a thing that gives an indication of my nervousness. I went to the wrong car park. I went to the hotel car park, and I should be going to the conference center car park. So that's a complete giveaway. Even though I will, when I'm speaking to people, hardly go around saying, I'm nervous as a kitten, but I did wake up about four times in the night with phrases that I might use at the beginning of an impromptu speech uh, on my mind. Even single words. I thought of the word skullduggery. And I thought, when would people have heard the word skullduggery used in within Toastmasters? Perhaps that would capture a little bit of attention in the room. Who knows? It's all in the lap of the gods. Welcome inside the meeting. Uh, we have been briefed. I've been in a briefing with seven other people uh, in order to speak in the impromptu speech competition. The meeting is going to be structured by the humorous speech contestants going first. That's going to take an hour and a half, followed by a break, probably 15 minutes. Nothing more sophisticated than tea and coffee. I very much doubt we're going to get biscuits. And after that, then, their humorous speech competition will start up. There are eight of us. And I am going to run my voice recorder pro. I don't know what I'm going to do with it, but it'll be interesting for somebody somewhere. I'm going to record the whole meeting on Voice Recorder Pro. Um, I'm not going to share in public domain any of the speeches except my own, because I wouldn't have permission, and I'm certainly not going around the room asking for permission at this stage. This is the ambience. There are people here from West Cork, out as far as West Cork, out as far as Gary Vogue, which is in East Cork. So there's quite a wide geographical spread. I think I think there's 17 clubs. I would say the total number of people here is about 60 at the most. A good air of bonami. Up in front uh, is a banner or a pop-up saying Toastmasters International where leaders are made become a more confident speaker and leader and the district we're in has got a website called d71toastmasters.org on the top table there is a, a bag with hearts on it pink and red hearts on a white background that could easily be a prize for a winner. The prizes given in Toastmasters are more symbolic. I mean, we're, it's a completely amateur, voluntary organization, so uh, which runs on a shoestring. And um, I see a number of people who I've met before. I find it tricky to remember people's names, but I gradually gradually do. 
and um, I did manage to get the hotel to give, bring me a cup of tea. And the good thing is they didn't, well, they were kind. They didn't even, at the conference center, they didn't uh, charge me anything for it. They said, are you with Toastmasters? And I said, yes, but I want to pay for my own. And they, she said, oh, look, there won't be no charge for this. This is Sharon O'Neill, who is, I think, the head MC for the meeting. far in the speech we've gone. Just in terms of the rules of the contest, your speaking area <coughs> aims at the front row. You have the entire width of the room if you want it, but your speaking area ends here, so that everybody's on the same page. Everybody okay with that? Beryl? Yeah. Can you run through the lights, please? We have lights on the table over there, which are blocked by this, so they can't be seen by the audience or the judges. But your lights here... Yeah, there are lights on the front row of the chairs, which can be seen by speakers easily. It's important that the judges do not see when a speaker. A raffle was held to raise money for the two people who are going to Sheffield at the start of November. And I can hardly believe it, and I'm still recovering. I won the impromptu speech competition. Yeah, and I am beside myself with. I said I would take you, if you like, kind of behind the scenes at Toastmasters, and, and I will, but I didn't get an opportunity during the afternoon to interview anybody. What I did do was record the entire proceedings, and at some stage I'll, I'll share my own uh, contribution and possibly one or two other bits. But I'm driving home now after unwinding after the event. I, well, I've said it before, but I'll say it again. I'm very, very pleased that I won the competition, the, the impromptu speak competition. Um, I'm especially pleased because part of the result of winning is that I'm going to be going to Sheffield on the... 2nd, 3rd, 4th and 5th, Thursday to Sunday, beginning of November, and it means that I get to go back to the UK, and I, I lived in the UK for 30 years, and I miss it, 
and I've been to Sheffield a number of times and I have very fond memories of good friends that I uh, had there it'd be only fair to say because I haven't seen I haven't seen them for ages and the prospect of going over there meeting people from all around I think all around the UK plenty of people from Scotland plenty of people from Wales Northern Ireland England with the exception of London and the southeast people from Cornwall I mean to me this is uh, well it's a bit of a cliche to say a dream come true but it's a real a treat and the other thing that's particularly relevant about it is that this is a district uh, conference and uh, next the next annual district conference will be held in Cork next May so one of the jobs I'll be doing I wonder I'll be an ambassador if you like for the May conference and you know we'll be we'll be projecting the ethos of what the conference in Cork is going to be like and we'll be hoping that our welcoming approach will encourage some people who might otherwise not have come to Cork to come to Cork so anyway that's I kind of I've had one pint of Guinness I've had time to unwind because we had a committee meeting for the May conference immediately afterwards I had a glass of water with some people who were at the at the competition and I'm going home now and uh, well it's lovely uh, yeah it was especially good to, to say to the oh a funny thing happened there was a impromptu speaking about selfies this is why people were kind of unwinding not in the competition so somebody spoke and said selfies were the bane of our modern existence and uh, so I put my hand up and I stood and took a selfie of uh, me and you know, the, as many people in the room as possible and this really led to a lot of uh, laughter and clapping and uh, that was the only impromptu speech I'm ever likely to do in my life in which I didn't utter a word but it certainly got a huge appreciation and I loved it because it actually uh, I've got a few good selfies uh, during the during the competition which will go on our Facebook page and uh, anyway there we are end of Toastmasters for the day I promise you no more about Toastmasters uh, today on Sunday and I really do feel in need of a bit of opera. Bye for now.